Huggy Bear. Hey, I want you to meet my new partner, David Starsky. Hey, how you doing? Hey, nobody touches the bear. Have a seat. Hutch, you have the usual? You know it, make it a double. Leon, get my boy Jack and Tad and double that. You got it, boss. Hey, I'll get a uh, seltzer with a little lime if you got it. I don't got it. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. It's your boy, Ricky, a.k.a. Dick Chuck, a.k.a. the man behind the can at Seltzer Time Official. Here, as always, with my conversation accomplice, I haven't laughed yet, the man with the hunch about West there, Trent. What is cracking, Fizzle Fiends? We are super pumped to be back, uh, stoked, as it were. Uh, we've missed you. It's been a couple weeks off, but we're back, and we're here, and we're ready to party. So thank you for joining us again. What's up? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, we took a little break. We, we had some stuff changing in our personal lives and, you know, Thanksgiving and all that crap. So yeah, it was a busy, a busy couple weeks. Um, figured we'd give you guys some time to get caught up on old episodes and check out other podcasts that are popping up in the city and yeah, shout it. out pop it. You guys keep crushing it. Are you ladies? I should say, keep crushing it. 508 podcast. 508. They're like, they're the best. They had Tina on. Yeah, I saw that. They did like a, a little tour of the market. Yeah, it was cool. I learned a lot and I now work in that building sometimes. So yeah, <laughs> it was nice to know what's going on. It was so I, I spent small I spent small oh uh, wow. <laughs> I spent small business Saturday. Holy crap, that's a hard little whatever anyway, couplet of words. And in that building. And it was super cool. Yeah. But it's like it's strange when you go out and use the bathroom because there's just nothing else happening. Yeah. Yeah. There it's gonna be rad. I'm excited. Um at the moment, there's nothing else there except for the market store and Worcester Wares, but it'll be cool. I know uh, a couple of places that are going in. I'm very excited. Yeah, it should be pretty so. cool once they finally get up and running. Looking like January. Looking like January. So this time we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Not to throw shade, but it has <laughs> um, been delayed before. Yeah, true. Uh, yo, we got coasters. No, we, no, we didn't. We, we got don't have coasters. Koozies. koozies. I don't know how to talk. Uh, yeah, we got koozies. We teamed up with Row Real Estate. Yeah, big um, shout out, Tom. Thanks for hooking it up. Yeah, you're the best. These came out really, really nice. Keeps our, our drinks nice. Keeps our cans coozed. Cans coozed. <laughs> Keeps um, our coffee coozed. Yeah, man. Do you use it on the coffee? On oh, iced coffee, yeah. Ah, oh, yep. smart man, so Always. it doesn't sweat. Always. Learned yeah. that years ago. So we have we have a few. Uh, drop us a DM. We can make you jump through hoops to get it or something. <laughs> Probably not. We'll probably just ask you for a high five. But That's we have some. If you're interested, let us know. Uh, we're totally going to be doing more merchandise here soon. Uh, Get merch, ready. The merch game needs to happen. It's true. Mostly because I'm vain and I only wear things that I'm a part of. <laughs> as I'm in my fucking powwow Worcester softball uniform. I'm wearing a dive bar hoodie, so. <laughs> yeah. See, there Same. you go. And you were in Space Jam, of course. Yeah, which I was in. <laughs> Ow. Sorry. <laughs> Get the moccasin rocking. There we go. Uh, so this week, it, we have nobody on. It's just us. Um, usually at this part of the show, if you're, a, if you're a fizzle fiend as it was, and you listen every week, I would ask, hey, Ricky, how was your week? But seeing how it's been really two <laughs> weeks since we've hung out, hey, Ricky, uh, what the hell's happened since <laughs> we last talked? Um, yeah, it's been a kind of wild time. Working West Wears, we opened a new store, so that was a new experience. Yeah, so let's start there. That Saturday was super cool, but leading up to that, 
Like, it's, how much do you want to tell about how stressful that was? It wasn't super stressful. It was more of like, I didn't go to bed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but it was really fun. I mean, it was cool to like be a part of, I've never been a part of a store opening before. So that was super fun. Um, it was kind of exciting being in a, uh, like a wild, a wild environment with a very strict time limit. Sure. Like things had to be done by eight o'clock on Saturday morning and they were done at like 7.51 on Saturday morning. But it was awesome. Like it was cool. It just reminded me a lot of like, you know, kind of being back at like the SJC thing where people would work overnight and things like things just have to get done and there's right. a small amount of people to do them. And also like a lot of people showed up to help and we're real fucking gangsters. Yeah. So it was really, really, really cool. That's the way Jess always runs. She has a best. She's smart. She built her nice little team around her. I'm burping as I'm trying to talk. Um, but that, that whole high stress, high reward uh, mentality is super interesting to me. I, I call it stress junkies, but like setting yourself up for something big and then like not having a ton of time to do it yeah. kind of puts, you know, the furnace in the fire, put your balls to the wall and yeah. like you it have ex- to get it done. Yeah. It was really exciting. Um, I mean, I was staining cabinets at like 11 o'clock on Friday night. I literally have a picture from 10 08 that you would, I'll show you later. But oh, you, like, we sh- you showed me on Small Business yeah, Saturday. Yeah, it's kind of wild, like looking at that picture and like seeing the timestamp of ten oh eight, and then uh, the next morning at you know eight fifty eight, the mayor was there, and I was like, "Holy shit, <laughs> this happened real quick." <laughs> that was so funny. If you look at any of the photos of the ribbon cutting, you see Ricky holding one side of the ribbon, but in his other hand is the phone up, ever being the social <laughs> media star. Yeah, like documenting. It was fun. That's hey, shit. It's your role, so. It was yeah. It's a good time. It looked like it was a lot of fun. It's a good time. Other than that, what have I been doing? I've been chilling. Um. Yeah, just been hanging out a lot. Not not bartending anymore. Well, I mean, like I'm at Greater Good, so I've been doing that on Fridays, which is really fun. Just there's yeah, it, it, there's a lot of changes. The trivia. What? Still rocking the trivia every Tuesday. Still rocking the trivia. We sucked our last season our fall season was not very good what you're putting your foot in the microphone oh really i don't know how much of, i was just looking at it like i don't know how much of that's gonna pick up i don't know i think oh, you're okay shit. <laughs> I, didn't even I wasn't even thinking but anyway i didn't good. know i was i'll cut all that yeah fuck it leave it who gives shit you listen to my if you heard any sounds ricky was itching his foot i was it was adorable um yeah, no, we we didn't do very well last season at all. Oh. So the first game of this season was Tuesday, last Tuesday, and we came in second. So okay. We'll take it. All right. It's good. It's good. It's coming out strong. Coming out strong. You had a great team name. Yeah, we were Hit Me Baby Yoda one more time. That's what it was. Yeah, big fan. It's the move. I think that might be the, the name for the entire season. Uh, I liked making the Seltzer Time can. Oh, Yoda thing that was fun. We had to. Yeah, Baby Yoda is the best thing to happen to the entire world this I've, year. I've never even watched the show. Neither have I. We have Disney Plus. I just haven't had time to watch it yet. So watching the Yoda radio memes. Those are my best. favorite. Those are the fucking best. There's one where it was uh like badass Billy Gunn's theme song. I'm a ass man. 
and Baby Yoda kept turning that on, and I like, cry laughed because it was fucking awesome. Yeah, nicely done, Internet. Baby Yoda forever. What have you been up to? How's life? Oof. It's been uh, it's been ups and downs, truthfully. Um, so I went home, saw fam for Thanksgiving. Uh, remember, I was stoked on playing video games with my brother, and I in fact did play video games with my brother, although we didn't get as much time as we wanted to. Yeah. All family expecting yeah. us to interact with them. Gosh. Uh, but that was it. Was fantastic. I had an awesome week with my parents. Got to see my sister and her boyfriend, and oh, yeah. they moved to a new spot. They're out in Guilford, Connecticut, which if you've ever been to Guilford, Connecticut, it's, it's this funny little dichotomy because they, they have beachfront area, but they also have a lot of farmland. So okay. it's like equal parts redneck as it is to like bougie. I don't, it's super huh. interesting. But my sister lives, they're renting a house on the like outside of an orchard and it's gorgeous. Like we were just walking around, my mom's making wreaths. So they went into my sister's backyard and clipped holly off a bush with the red berries and everything and it's going to be super authentic and that's awesome yeah so it's very like woodsy it's awesome i'm so i'm pumped for him um and then yeah i've been doing the the freelance stuff and that's truthfully been slowing down uh so i've been trying to pick up just some work here and there just to kind of make it through the holiday season working with you over at worcester wares yeah yeah doing a couple shifts there um i got a bunch new artwork and product coming out i have to check with her on when some of that stuff drops but we'll go live with it when it does yeah and then i've also been working with julia morricone better known as mrs morricone um she's been doing pop-ups around the city so she normally does like cheesecake and this tortoni which is similar to ice cream but it's different um this week she this past weekend rather we did an event over at sprinkler factory which was their like holiday bazaar holiday market and she made jambalaya she actually made jambalaya bean. Oh, God damn it. Jambalaya ballantine. Ballantine? Jambalaya ballantine? Ah, oh, God. I have no idea. <laughs> so ballantine is a recipe that was invented by Jacques Pepin, who he was a friend of Julia Child. They had a show together on PBS for a while, Jacques and Julia. He's okay. like a, a pretty renowned chef. Julia studied with him at the French Culinary Institute and took one of his recipes and kind of added to it. So she did this jambalaya ballantine, whatever, ballotine, where she made this amazing jambalaya and then deboned the chicken. So like, yeah, it was crazy watching her work with that shit. Uh, Then shoved the jambalaya into the center of the chicken, wrapped it back up and bound it and then roasted that whole bitch together and then served it in slices with more jambalaya on top. Ricky. That sounds amazing. It was fucking insane. Like... The entire time I was in the kitchen helping her do like all the prep, my nose were just my nose was just doing this dance of like, oh my god, I need to eat this. That's amazing. She kept offering me samples every time. I'm like, fuck yes, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that went really well. So she's gonna be doing like some savory stuff here and there, just flexing what cook. She was a paramedic. We're gonna have her on the show eventually. Nice. She's too fucking interesting. Yeah. The first day I met her, she said that her ice cream would knock my dick in the dirt, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh my God, we're going to be friends. Like You've had a dirty dick sense. <laughs> yeah, we have. I've had that <laughs> like several times. I have to keep finding it. It makes it hard. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> she did an event at um, Greater Good that I worked and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. That and was then, cake. Yeah, the cheesecake. So good. I keep telling her, my friend Ricky, 
raves about the time you just dropped off free cheesecake and you got the heat. Oh my God. It was like first day at Greta. It was the best thing that's ever That happened. was your first day? My first day, yeah. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, there's like cheesecake in the back. I'm like, what? This, that rules. And then we had some and I was like, I'm going to eat this whole thing myself. It's so good. <laughs> it was awesome. So she's kicking ass. So oh, I've been yeah. working with her. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to take just a quick little second to do a little self plug. And let you, everybody that listens to our show know that I, I mentioned that I'm a freelance graphic designer. I own a company called Hunchback Graphics. And Hunchback Graphics is interested in finding new clients. We are always want, willing to learn about new projects, whether it's logos, whether it's branding, or whether it's just something like a website or a brochure or something. I got your back like a butt crack. Uh, <laughs> too what bold? A, what a tagline. <laughs> No, but like, mm-hmm. truthfully, I, I, I want to find more local organizations to work with. Um, you can check out all of our design, our portfolio, and some of the clients we've worked with at hunchbackgraphics.com. But to all our listeners, please, I'd love a referral. I need to be growing this business. I don't want to go back and work in boring day job. And I, I've grown way too accustomed to this lifestyle, so I need your help to continue to grow this thing. Anybody that's running their own business can attest to how tiring and draining it is having to wear all the hats on top of doing the work that actually makes you the money. So, uh, yeah. End of self ad. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so fucking weird about this shit. What else? Ricky and I were talking before the show that uh, for whatever reason, we have no problems shouting out other people, but when we have to actually ask for something ourselves, we both get weird and be like, nah, it's okay. I'll figure it out another way. Yeah. It's like the weirdest fucking thing. So anyway, that's, I'm sure everybody feels that way. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So I also want to shout out uh, Bert and especially Ellen. Thank you for the invite to the Southern Comfort, Sustainable Comfort <laughs> party over at Simjang. Um, it was wonderful having an endless plate of buffalo chicken, or not buffalo chicken, boneless chicken with their gakujang whatever those tacos it is. were so sick yeah people were flipping on those tacos they were delicious there was a moment i like i got there ian, oh, holy shit i walk up what nothing keep going i walk up ian is eating taco i'm like yo where'd you get that and he's like oh over over there i'm like what so i walk back over to the table there's no more tacos he's like oh, I, I got the last one I'm like why would you tell me this so i thought they were over and then like four seconds later Molly walks up. She's eating a taco. I'm like, where did you get a taco? She's like, oh, over on that side near the windows. But I got the last one. I'm like, did they have, how the hell did both of you get the last tacos and like immediately be in my presence? Then they restocked the tacos and I had a handful. They were awesome. So I, it didn't occur to me to write this in moment that the tacos were there, but I wonder if they knew even at that point, like was tacos on the menu at Simjang prior? Uh, so the best part about that question is that was on a Thursday night was that party the next night Naomi and I went back to Zimjang and I got tacos are you serious? yeah yeah, they had a good taco special they were fucking awesome they were better they were different tacos than the ones we had at the party but they were unbelievably good like really 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 good so it almost seemed like he's been testing the waters before making this announcement for those who don't know what we're talking about this week in Worcester Magazine? I think yesterday in the Telegram. That's what it is. They uh, announced that Simjang will be moving to a new location, and in its place will be Lucy's Taqueria. I think that's how, Yeah, I think that's the name. L-U-C-I, which is a friend of Jared from the article. So we were there just the other day talking to one of their owners, Bert, and uh, we obviously didn't know anything about this. 
So we're kind of interested and surprised and intrigued. I'm very excited. Yeah, clearly the tacos are... I can literally eat tacos and drink margaritas forever. Like nothing matters when that's a thing. So I'm very excited. I wonder if Tom Rowe had just a little bit of uh, influence in this too from, from his episode here. Saying that we need more tacos. We need trucks. a taco spot. That's it. People listen to Seltzer Time. They realize what was needed because Tom knows that we need solid tacos. He travels the world and eats tacos. So make him proud. Yeah. And then I'm sure Jared was like, hey, yeah, we have the best chicken wings in the city. I, we need Tom to be happy though. Even though Tom was a very frequent customer at, right. at the Jang, at the uh, it was time to make him, make him proud, make him happy. So. And now those dudes are traveling the world to Mexico. Eating tacos. Yeah. Now I'll only have to travel to Main South and to Shrewsbury Street for my tacos. That's it. Making it easy for us. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We love you. Very excited. Sean, so to be fair, Sean Woods does make the absolute greatest margarita in the city of Worcester. Yeah? Probably in the entire world. But like, I'm not even kidding you. The thing is, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm a big margarita fan. Also, I will never say Merry Christmas again. I will only say Mezcal Christmas. I'm living that life for the next couple weeks. It's Mezcal Christmas. Does Mezcal mean Merry? What? Does Mezcal mean Merry? Or is this just like a... No, it's just like, I fucking love Mezcal. Like Mezcal margaritas are the best thing that's ever been invented in the world. And I'm... I'm just, that's my, my Christmas theme. I dig it. Just drinking smoky agave nectar. I'm obsessed. <laughs> it sounds tasty. That's all I want. I had two of them at Stillness the other night. They were good, but they weren't Sean Woods, Mezcal Margs. Nothing is. Interesting. He's a fucking gangster. I'm digging it, man. I mean, I, I love the flavor. Last night, I was working till late and I was hungry and I had nothing else like already made except a big thing of rice and beans. So I'm like, fuck it. At midnight, I ate a big ass bowl of rice and beans. That's what's up. So I mean, I'm super into it. Last night, oh, (laughs) yeah, we had a weird, we had a weird food experience last night. Oh, it's actually it's my poke. Okay, (laughs) I was like, what did I have? And then I looked at my computer. I was like, oh yeah. Well, we will definitely save that then. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So get excited, people. We're gonna have tacos in the city of Worcester. Yeah. That are good. Aside from Beto's. I mean, people got on me about like fucking El Patron tacos. I, El Patron's cool. I like El Patron. They're great. Pepe's, love them. Same people, but like I'm fucking, I'm obsessed with Pepe's. Neither place has like a really good taco game. Burrito's great. Everything else is really good. I've never saying. been super impressed by their tacos. I always get the burrito when I go to either place. It's awesome. But Beto's, best tacos in Worcester. And now we've got a fucking another spot that I'm sure it'll be great because. Jared only does great shit. We all know the margaritas are going to be amazing. That's all I care about. Oh, sorry, my foot fell asleep. No, you're totally cool. <laughs> this is a whole episode about my foot. My one foot that's like near the mic. We're having Ricky's foot on this week. Hey, Ricky, you're lefty. What's yeah. it like to be in a shoe? And that's stupid. These jokes are tolerable. All right. Back to the game. Um, I don't know. <laughs> You went to the Mamaru pop-up. So the Mamaru pop-up, yeah. Uh, I had to... Oh, I've been working over at ArtReach, too, working with a group of students on the Worcester Youth Press Program, which is this program where we're teaching kids about uh, making zines and getting their opinions out there, publicating. It's really cool. Uh, so I had to do that first. So Saturday morning put me... 
kind of behind time, basically. Okay. So I didn't get out there until like one. Armeno, I think that's how you pronounce it, Armeno coffee. Is it Armino? Is it Armino? I always said Armino, but like I tend to not say things correctly. So I used to say Armino and then I heard somebody else say Armeno. I should have looked it up before the show, but we all know that we're not that prepared. All right, I'll go with Armino. You go with Armeno. That way we cover the game. You say Armino. I, anyway, stupid. Uh, <laughs> so their spot is, is super cool. It's like an old barn. Um, it was a little hard to park. This is now after the ice melt and freeze and melt and freeze. So their yeah. lot was a little icy. Big shout out to my wife, Sarah, who just said, fuck it, and backed into a giant snowbank. And she's like, Gangster. we'll probably be able to get out. And I'm like, yeah, okay, Gangster. fair enough. Um, just painting this whole picture for you guys. I walk around. You have to hug the side of the building as it's like, it's not a major road, but it's definitely an active road. Really? So people are flying around this turn, and there's I'm not happy. really a sidewalk, especially now with the snow pushing everybody out. Okay. So you finally get in. And the first thing that I see when I walk in, I see Ian and I give Ian a high five and then I get a tap in the back and I turn around and it's Foley. There Foley and a whole bunch of the dive crew people are sitting Hell yeah. there. So I give a big handshake to Foley. I'm looking around trying to find John. I don't see anything yet. And I'm like, yo, is he out of food? And Dan's like, go now. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I knew it. So I book it to the back. Like I basically leave Sarah in the dust. Sorry, baby. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, find John and his mom behind a table and he is like already in the weeds. Um, there's people like asking about their food and he's, I mean, he's a one man operation, two person operation. So yeah, he's yeah. doing his damnedest to try to keep up. Um, and it looked like he, we were out. It's like, looked like we were ass out. And it, he wanted some of that, that jambalaya Valentine that I from made with Julia. So I brought him some of that. Um, and that kind of guilted him into like looking through his supplies and seeing what he had left. And I'm, I'll admit, I stood around hoping that I didn't have to come all the way out there and not get a taste of what he was making. Uh, I was like, yo, I'll get like a fucking uh, a sorry helping. in there. Like, yeah, bro. Like just a sorry helping of those potatoes. Like I get it. But like, yo, <laughs> I got the chicken Jones and bad, homie. So oh. managed to squeak out. I missed the biscuits. Those look fucking insane. I missed the potatoes. Those look awesome. Missed the sausage and I missed the the not fat back. What the fuck is that? The bacon. I forget what he called it. I don't know. Um, but I, I didn't get to go. Did get <laughs> that ham and he did made me a ham and cheese on an English that was just fucking banana land. Right. And like Sarah and I split it. It was the last thing he had, and I was so pumped that we got a taste. Covered it with this honey mustard stuff oh that he God. whipped up. So it was it was nuts. And the dude, he killed it. Yeah. Um, he big congrats to John. Like, he clearly has a following and clearly knows what he's fucking doing with that food. Yeah. I think it's super smart that he's doing the pop-ups. I mean, I got to hit the one at Redemption Rock. Yeah. I was probably missed awesome. that one. The green chili verde I was fucked. Like people love it, man. He I mean, like we got there at like he I think he started at six. We got there at like six fifteen line. Like but it was funny because you walk in like it's funny going to things like that and it's just the entire dive bar is there. <laughs> like oh, so that's staff, what happened. Regulars, like the whole everybody like travels for this shit. We're like, yo, like we need this. We need this real bad. Dude, Bobby was there at our meadow the other day. Bobby. Fucking Bobby Toe. <laughs> the tan overalls. He looked hella good. He lives living his tough. best life. Tan overalls and then these white ass crocs. That's and it was a look, man. Nobody okay, the two best like footwear games in Worcester right now 
Bobito Fuega with the Crocs. Tommy Bahama rocking the fucking slippers all the time. That's it. They're, nothing matters. It doesn't matter if it's snowing, raining, sunny, two degrees out. That's, Tommy's in slippers? Tommy's rocking slippers. Always. I missed that. I'm jealous. I used to rock. I, one time I went to Seattle and I wore slippers the entire time I was out there. It was in like December, couple, like 2014 or 13, something like that. Okay. Um, whenever Pearl Jam played the DCU Center, it was 2013 because I worked at RMSB. So 2013, we flew out to Seattle to catch Pearl Jam like a week before Christmas or two weeks before Christmas. And I legitimately wore slippers the entire time. Like walking around the city, going to the show. It was it was the best. But I now currently only have the slippers that are on my feet right now, which are like, well, I, I like them a lot. I don't want to like fuck them up by taking them outside. So I take them outside. I can't wear them inside. So I got to get another pair of slippers. But I'm so jealous every time I see Tom because he just looks so comfortable. It's awesome. I feel like you would do destruction to your feet walking around a city like Seattle. And Probably it's clean as fuck though. But um, no, not, it's not clean. It's literally that you just you're not having the foot support. <laughs> no, you don't. No, which like I don't ever anyway. Like I wear flat vans <laughs> or I wear Fair. blown out boat shoes. Like that's my entire footwear game. I have like really nice sneakers. I just don't wear. <laughs> you like, have to save them in the box and wear them to only special occasions. They're like in the corner of my room right now. Like oh yeah, if I go running, I'll wear them. It's like when the fuck have I ever gone running? Never. <laughs> I, I just got a flash. We watched Home Alone 2 last night because it's that season. And uh, he says at one point, I had a pair of rollerblades in my closet that I never wore outside of my room. I just wanted to keep them pristine. And then you know what? I outgrew them. You, I, I mean, you might be done on growing, but you're going to outgrow some of those shoes. You got to use them. I know. Macaulay Culkin says I just so. got new Vans, too. Did you really? Yeah, I got these ones. <laughs> so it snowed like crazy last week. And my boots... I'm not a boot guy, like, at all. Yeah. I literally just explained the only two styles of shoes I wear. Um, you like your ankles free and clear. Unless I'm wearing Vans like Skate has, but... Sure. Yeah. Um, so Vans dropped these, like, all-weather MTEs. Of course, I bought them after the snowstorm. And was like, why? Because I walked outside and literally shoveled in Skate has. She's like, what are you doing? Like, why aren't you wearing, bo- like, boots? Right. It's snowing out. I'm like, nah, I don't do that. So she thinks I'm insane. So we came back inside. I literally bought these shoes. I'm like, all right, I bought some shoes for the snow. She's like, you bought boots? I'm like, no, I bought, <laughs> bought all-weather vans. But they have this cool, like, like bottom. The the bottoms aren't flat. They look like boots. They've got, like, little traction things. Okay. So they came in the other night. I wore them yesterday. They're sick. You were able to tread ice without slipping on your ass? Well, the best part was they came in on Saturday. And we went out Saturday night, but I didn't know they came in. Like, Naomi, like, brought the box in, but, like, didn't tell me these, like, six shoes I've been waiting for for three days came in. So, I realized that as we were leaving, so, of course, I had to open them, but I didn't have time to lace them up. So, we walk outside to get in our Uber, and who eats shit on ice? This guy. Oh, no. Yeah, which was cool. Like, it was, like, it was me, Naomi, Ellen, and Rachel. So, I'm glad out of the four of us, I'm the one that fell. But it was kind of out of a movie where I was like, oh, these shoes are sick in the snow. Which I have no fucking clue if they are, but they look like they will be. So that, that was my question. You haven't had a chance to test them. I wore them yesterday, but it was like not snowing yeah. out. And I also just wore them to work. So like, they're really good at walking to get coffee and sitting at a store all day. They're fucking awesome. But I haven't I haven't tried them in the... So you were walking out and you just hit a just patch? Eat shit. Like... Uber, the Uber guy like rolls on the window. Are you okay? It was one of those things where like I hit and like both my feet just went completely sideways. So I was basically like horizontal, came down real hard. 
It was sick. Into the car? No, no, no. Oh, just okay. onto the onto the driveway. That reminds me of a story. Like, so one night coming out of our Christmas, like, so my parents are Lutheran. Okay. And every year they go to the Christmas Eve mass and they would take us when we were kids. And uh, so coming out of mass one night, it was kind of icy out, but my sister started challenging me to a race to the car. Ugh. And like, we're both at least maybe eighth grade high school, like we're older. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, you're on. So we just start booking it across and she's faster than me. She's skinnier and not fat and you know works out uh and she's kicking my ass but all of a sudden she slips and slides and falls face first into the car and just hits the side panel and then lays on her back and by the time i get there i'm like holy shit shelby are you okay and in true shelby do that fashion she looks up and goes beat you motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome it was awesome nobody was hurt no blood no foul there you go so yeah. There you go. I'm glad you rate shit and not anybody else. Yeah, no, me too. It worked out great. It was good. It was good. But um why did we start talking about shoes? I don't know. I don't oh, remember. just about snow, ice, walking oh, yeah. outside in slippers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have so my dad used to work for ATT and every year they'd give him a free pair of boots, but my he doesn't fly through boots, so he would grab like a pair for a spare pair yeah and now he's getting to the point where he doesn't have to go outside as much and he had a bunch of spare pairs just sitting around and we have the same shoe size so he's like trap pick a pair of boots there you go i don't know why the fuck he picked these this like rocky or something these things look like agnostic front boots like these things have these deep treads they're like face stompers okay they're fucking awesome like i love wearing and they're steel toe hell yeah i love wearing this shit in the snow that's awesome like, i never slip with those fucking things but they're heavy as dick that's why i don't wear boots can't yeah do i hate like heavy footwear just like weirds me out i'm with you it not like i need to be out. like light on foot for anything i don't do anything like <laughs> i'm always like no i'll slow me down my dad's like from for fucking what like what are you doing that you have Running to be from bears? Fast. You never know when there's a bear. Yeah, I'm like, nothing. I just, I don't like having heavy feet. <laughs> Truthfully, I don't like wearing shoes. Like, I would prefer yeah. to be barefoot. Yeah, I agree. I hate wearing socks. What up, Larry? Hey, Larry. Guys, Larry's on the show. All right, so time for the, uh, the Larry segment. Larry, uh, what are you munching on these days? Oh, you know, I mostly eat, like, phone charges. Oh, did, uh, did my dad tell you about the shoes he just got? I started eating the laces on those. Even oh, the freshies. Old. Oh, he, yeah. It well, it's, it doesn't get fresh. It's like fresh pasta. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it. I've just been hanging out. My mom and dad were home because of the snow, so that was pretty cool. And then uh, my friend Ellen came over and my friend Rachel, and now my friend Travis is here. So, like, you know, it's just been like a week of, like, hanging out with my buds. Meow. <laughs> I don't know why Larry has that accent. I love it. <laughs> why he talks like No, that, I fucking... But... Larry, I don't know where you picked up that accent from, but I like it, pal. That's he does movie. have, like, a mean-ass look on his face right now. He does. Hold on. Let's try to get him on the... Let's try to take a video of him. Oh, yeah. You guys um, catch me this week on Zelda Time. What? My dad's got some paint on his pants because he painted and wore pants he shouldn't have been wearing. But you know what? Whatever. I'm going to look away. Oh, hey. Oh, there I am. There I am. Hey, what's up? Okay, cool. Make sure you guys listen to this week's episode. Sorry that this is being recorded and everybody has to hear it so many times. Twice. Hey, Travis. Oh, hey, what up? Uh, seltzer time. Okay, bye. <laughs> Have you seen any crazy nights? We did this last time. We were I there. don't remember if I've seen it. You, I don't think so. 
I was talking about it the other day, though. Yeah, you definitely got to watch. Because that voice you make for, especially that last time. It's is, the only accent I can do. <laughs> it's the voice of the little, like, one of the main characters in the story. Okay. Uh, at one point, he he's asleep on the couch, and Adam Sandler puts his hand down his own pants, and he goes, Hi, kitty. Your fur is soft. I, I, I got my finger in your mouth, but I can't feel no teeth. It's, it's partly inappropriate. I okay. love it. Yeah, there's triple nipple. Like, there's... Yeah, it's it's a funny Christmas story, a okay. Christmas movie, holiday movie. It's it's actually more of a Hanukkah, truthfully. Yeah. All right. Uh, eight crazy nights, duh. Makes sense. Uh, so yeah. What else is going on? Well, I mean, so we're just checking in. Oh, are you pumped about the rooftop bar? Yeah, you know, five hundred seats. That's that's something we need. Sick dicks. Uh, so I mean, it is raising an interesting point that. We as, I mean, I can't really call myself a true local because I too fucking moved here not too long ago. We're celebrating six years at the end of this month. There you go. But as somebody that's concerned about the local culture and the people that have been here long before I have, well, we, we at Seltzer Time, me as a person, like we need to figure out ways to better support and to better promote the local voice that's here and like the people that really need some some i don't know flags wait for them i guess yeah yeah. i mean okay so am i gonna go to this place fuck no there's like it's not being built for for me no it's being built for like mcphs yeah and like all the companies down there at mercantile center yeah yeah. like oh there's like there i go (laughs) foot kicking shit again there's like an oh, <laughs> oh there I got you. <laughs> no, he fell and uh, then he dug in yeah. like cliffhanger. That sounds about right. <laughs> it was just surprising more than anything. <laughs> no, it's um, it kind of sucks though. Like there's some really amazing restaurants in that general area of the city, and now they're going to be overshadowed by a rooftop bar that has shit beer and. Very lame food on the menu. I don't know. I'm trying not to be negative about it, but like I can't find a single positive about it at all. So again, we were kind of talking about it a little more in depth before the show. I'm I'm torn, truthfully, because if it's the organization, is it confirmed that it's them? Yeah. Okay. Tavern in the Square is a Massachusetts-based organization. If you look at all their other locations, they just seem to pick places that have an affluent community as well as... They're all fucking big spots. Yeah. I, when I worked at my corporate goddamn engineering job. Ow! I saw the skin. Oh. He's ferocious. Furry ferocious. Um, my last meal, the send-off meal, was at the Tavern in the Square in Northboro. Yeah. Um, so it's like... I, I'm torn because, yes, it's it's somewhat local to the state... If we're talking about eating local, if you ate some anywhere in Massachusetts, you'd still be considered eating local in yeah, terms yeah. of like something grown in the state. Are they using like Sodexo foods or whatever? Are they doing like Cisco food shit? Then I'm less behind that. How does something like that work with something like the food hub and connect to local uh, distributions or like local produce people? And have that be part of the menu so you're lifting up the local culture. That's the shit that I'm curious about. Yeah. I actually have more on this in my poke because, yeah, we'll get there. But 
I, okay, so the only, <clears throat> going back, all right. There was a lot brought up over the last couple of days. Uh, Demoga had like a really good post on it. It's not even like the post itself. It's the people who pop in and have throw their comments out there. It's good. There's a huge, so John brought up the fact that staffing a restaurant in the city of Worcester is wildly hard right now. It's hard. It's hard to keep talent. It's really hard to pay talent. People move on. Yeah. That's always going to happen. That's always been the way their restaurants are. There's not a lot of like, unless you're like in a kitchen or behind a bar, nobody's like a career waiter or waitress or, or whatever. Usually you step up into management or bartending or what, you know, whatever. So keeping talent is really fucking hard. But places like that, that are designed for almost for like where anybody can go and work there are really good places to get your feet wet, learn the basics of serving, learn the basics of bartending, learn the basics of being in a kitchen, and then move on to a, a dead horse, an arms viaddy, whatever, and like hone in your craft and then be a part of something that like there's like a lot more heart in. You know sure. what I mean? That's the way I look at it. Is there good places? Everybody used to fucking start at Friendlies or TGI Fridays. Like you need to have those places. You also need to have those places for people to go so that you can get a seat at Armsby Abbey and you can drink the food or you can drink the beer that you appreciate and eat the food that you appreciate and understand that like there's a lot of heart and a lot of fucking passion in those places. There's a lot of people who don't care about that. Well, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like you don't, who the hell, and like, and as a person who worked at a bar that you kind of had to be passionate about what we had, otherwise you were going to be disappointed. It's easier for everybody. If the person who wants to like eat a frozen cheeseburger and drink a shitty beer can go to a bar that does that. Like you don't need, not every place needs to be like a small up and coming awesome spot. So I go back and forth again. Cause it's like, uh, I don't want to drop names, but it, Worcester's been accused of only liking places like Applebee's. And you look at the Applebee's out in Millbury, and it's still doing a goddamn business. Yeah. And like, do we as a civilization or local culture, if we undervalued what a home cooked meal tastes like? Do we all just really want the most bang for our buck? You know, we want a $7 full platter of shitty questionably sourced fried food yeah there's a time and a place though for that. right and again so and then maybe is it an approachability thing where there are a certain group of you know in our in our city there's a group of people that can afford to go out and there's a larger group that just truly can't and yeah, like, yeah for sure I will be honest. I wish I can go out to dinner every night. I cannot afford it right yeah. now with my current lifestyle uh so it's like, I can understand the value. Look at coffee is really my, my, if I have $3 in my pocket and 10 minutes of time, no matter how much I love new tradition, I'm going to go drop $3 on shitty Dunkin' Donuts coffee because I just need the caffeine in my face. Yeah. I fear that most people that go to restaurants in this area have a similar sense of their time and a similar sense of their dollar spent. For sure. How the fuck do you change that? Like, how do you affect that culture? It, so, 
I mean, A, education. Like, right. we need to educate people on... Like, you. Can, I love chicken fingers. I fucking love them. They're my favorite thing. Like, I love to eat chicken fingers. They're awesome. But, like... Like, you're never going to go... I don't know why I'm talking about No, keep going. I just thought about chicken fingers. I love them so much. No. um, But I think you're on a point. Keep going. There's a... Sometimes you got to grow up and eat adult food. Is that where you were going with that? No, literally last Tuesday I got chicken fingers at dinner at Trivia. Well, dude, sing. I don't remember why I started talking about chicken fingers. No, okay. If you... A lot... I don't really know what I'm trying to say. It all comes down to an education thing, right? As somebody who just, who currently still works in the beer world, you come out of, there's there's gateway beers, right? I'll, when I interviewed at Arms Abbey or w- w- whatever, during my hiring process for Arms Abbey, I'll never forget Sherry asking me what I drank. And at that moment, like, yeah, I drank always at the dive bar, but it was like, oh, I also drink Sam Adams, fucking summer ales or whatever and she's like oh cool like they're gateway beers it's better than your like your bud lights and shit like that it gets you more of a taste for a better product it's still not like that good it's the same as the way i look at like a tavern in the square or a a 110 grill where it's like yeah they're chains they're still not putting out like like, you're never going to get a meal like you're going to have at Dead Horse at a 110 Grill. But a 110 Grill is better than an Applebee's. You know what I mean? Like, it's a right. gateway restaurant to better stuff. I think I'd rather... Like, I've eaten at 110 Grill. It was I've had good experiences and I've had very bad experiences. And I'm sure it would be the same at Tavern Square. I haven't ate at one in a long time. But I think there's, like, there is room for both places. For sure. And I think if we use like the proper channels and the proper people are behind things, we can still show your, like you're going to always have those friends who don't fucking care and just want to go to a 110 grill. Yeah. But I think if you go and then you, the next time we're like, when it's your choice to go somewhere, you go to, to, to Simjang or whatever. And you're like, Hey, let's just try it. Like, have you, you like chicken fingers? Check these chicken wings out. Like, we need to be better at educating our friends on what's, like, really good. Yeah. I know it's an opinion-based thing, but it's also, like... Well, and I also think we need to be responsible in finding places that are not being shouted out. Yeah. And, like, we've done... If I was to grade us, I'd say we're at, like, a B-minus right now. We're, we're doing good work. Like you and I, yeah. specifically. We're doing good work and finding places. Be minus places. Like the best grade I ever got. So Same. C's get degrees, <laughs> homie. Uh, but like, if we're trying to move shit. Uh, this is your captain speaking. We're experiencing some technical difficulties. Please stand by. That pop up. Hold on, I muted it. We have a table that has wings on it. We have a table that has wings. How did I do that? I have no idea. There we go, that clicked. So Naomi's biggest fear is putting like food or a drink or something on this and having it like drop down and it just dropped down. That was a hell of a catch though. Travis just like straight up Mookie Betts dove and caught that microphone. That was awesome. And was somehow like my right coffee, place, right time. My coffee and the seltzer are like oh. on the regular part of the table so they didn't drop. 
That was nuts. Okay. Holy crap. Oh, my God. Again, my foot causing problems. It was my right foot that time, though. <laughs> the right foot's the troublemaker. It really is. The fuck were we talking about? I don't know. Fuck rooftop bars. Gosh, damn it. We were onto something. I don't know. Educate your friends on what's going on. Oh, that's what I'm saying. We said B minus for us. So how do we move to that A plus thing? I think we really need to be getting out into the community and actually fucking like putting feet on the street. It's real goddamn hard in the wintertime because I'm a bitch and I don't want to go out in the cold. But now is when the restaurants need your support the most. Yeah, it's true. So if you call yourself a fizzle fiend, I'm going to challenge you because we're challenging ourselves to go out, fucking find an area of the city that you haven't been to. Like go find a spot. You might find a spot that sucks. And if you do, let us know about that too. You know what I mean? We ain't going to try to like, we're not trying to publicly shame anybody. Yeah. We're trying to build like the fucking seltzer time repertoire of restaurants and establishments. Instead of getting your coworkers gift cards to Starbucks. Oh, fuck yeah. Hit them with a gift card to Crust. Uh, Does Nutrition have uh, gift cards? I've got to believe they do. I know Heartland does. Our, yeah, gay, just get your friends gift cards to really rad spots. Yeah, that, give, give people them experiences. That's, that's that's a fucking great idea, yeah, Ricky. That's the move. Um, then they'll have to go. Right? You're not gonna not use that gift card. Fuck that. That's the move, kid. Oh yeah. All right, that's a 2020, great idea. the year of local gift cards. Yeah. 19, 2019. What fucking year is it? It's 2019. We're not get them ready for 2020 by getting them <laughs> gift cards in 2019. There it is. Boom. There it is. Make 2020 the year of flavor. Yeah. Not Cisco trucks. Yeah. Yo, facts. Oh, All right. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're probably at the end or we're moving to that last segment. Do you have anything else you want to touch on before we get to Yeah. That? Speaking of which, we went, I went to Nutrition this morning. Their peppermint mocha is sick. It's yeah. so good, yeah. I literally just finished mine. They have like a chili something latte. I'm getting that tomorrow. All right, I noticed it after I ordered it. I was like, fuck, I need that. <laughs> so uh, also Matchstick, Matchstick Holiday Market. Market. Yeah. Sunday, December 15th at New Tradition. We got a whole bunch of homies that are going to be That's at That's at New Tradition. Yeah. No it's gonna shit. Be, it's gonna That's be the 15th? It's Sunday? It's Sunday the 15th, yeah. Is that the Sunday? Yeah. What day is it today? It's, it's Monday. The, yeah, it's the... Excuse me, today is the ninth day yeah. in the episode. Okay, yeah, so Sunday the 15th. If I'm back from New York by that time, we're going to see Sarah's family on Saturday out in New York. It's their holiday party. Trip. Oh, nice. Um, if we're back in time, I'll try to make it to that. I, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to swing over there before I go to work. The people at Matchstick, they were hitting us up when we were doing the popovers, and I felt bad that I never went out to their market, but it seems like they do a real good job. I know yeah. Lincoln Craft that does a bunch of shit out there with yeah. that. Yeah, I know uh, Trunk and Disorderly is going to be there on Sunday. So. Cool. It'll be good. I'm excited. Get those lattes. Hell yeah. Get those lattes. Pack that bitch out. Hope everybody had a good time at Start of the Station this past Sunday. That looked cool. I didn't get, I had to work, but. Same. Seemed cool. It always seems cool. They do a damn good job. Yeah. They do a damn good job putting a ton of people in and out of that space. Yeah. Right. Well, because it's still it's also a train lobby, so you get yeah. people that are just trying to take the train to the city, and they're like, "What the fuck is yeah, all this? What is all this stuff?" So, all right. Oh, yeah. uh, fuck, I thought of something else, but I can't think of it now. Anyway, uh, hit it with some Stokes and Pokes, and then if you think of it, we'll come back to it. Sounds good to me. Oh, that's exactly what it is. All right. Stokes and Pokes. No. Oh, <laughs> I was like, you. It was talking about who's coming up, and we. I was going to tease that we have some super cool interviews oh, coming dude. up. We do. So get ready. Yeah, we needed to needed keep your ears to the ground, or at least to your headphones. Gift cards. Take us away, Solon.
When you hit them with those stones, ow! Gotta slap them with those pokes, oh yeah! Stokes and pokes. Hey, thanks Solon. And we miss you, buddy. Uh, for everybody that doesn't know our friend Solon, little shout out, check out Only Solon on Instagram. He's been doing his sound check. I love it. I love his sound check. Sound I out. also love Sir Sean Connolly. I was just gonna say the other like best thing on Instagram. You shout it out. Dude, Sean Connolly every year, the it has the, I think it's all 25 days. I think it's all yeah, 25 days. Yeah, up to Christmas. He has a different ugly sweater every single day. Post a picture on like all of his social media and they're always the best. I love that right before this year, he's like, all right, I'm done buying these things, but I need to put some diversity. Anybody want to trade? I have plenty to pick from. I really hope people took him up on that offer. I want to know where he keeps them all. Oh, you know he has a Rubbermaid tote. Yeah. I mean, at this point, what, 30 sweaters? That's probably a tote worth. He's got to have more than 30. You think so? Yeah. Because that only leaves him five extras. So, I mean, he already has... Like he he did, he's doubled up. You know okay. what I mean? Like if you look at last year's versus this year's. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit psychotic, but I was like, oh. You're never going to have like all fresh. <coughs> That'd be wore, insane. He wore his Charlie Brown one on day two last year, and he wore it on day one this year. Okay. Sorry, Sean. You I'm, went that deep in I'm a little bit. No, it's just I happen to notice it quickly. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, follow Sean. Sean Connolly. Shout out Sean. Shout out Marid. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Brian. That was awesome. Um, I want to have Brian back on in like a more casual setting and not just like stick him on the live show. I agree. But that live show, people want that again. We can do that. So we'll make the... That's probably going to be a yearly thing. You guys have to wait till next... Boom. Boot and Annie. I'll be there too. I won't work. I'll make sure I... Famous last words. Make sure I'm not working that day. All right. So it's time for Stokes and Pokes. And... Uh, I am so I'm gonna roll this both into one because I was teasing you guys before on the last episode that I had something cool happening with the Woo Sox and then it all went down. So what happened? We got contracted. Me, myself, and Ryan Gardell of Artifact Studios got contracted from Joe Jacobs and the Woo Sox to put a logo on the wall. I think we can say where it is by now. Is it? Is it? Do people know it's there? I well, they have the video. I gotta believe it's uncovered. If you travel up and down Shrewsbury Street, you'll find it. But we got paid to put it on a red wall in Sh- on Shrewsbury Street. And Is it, it outside or inside? Kind of. You know what I mean? It's at a place that has an outside spot, but this outside spot is covered by a canopy and has Oh, it's heaters. on that wall? Bingo. Uh, I honestly did not know where it was it's all good. there. I knew it was there. But oh, you could see it from the parking lot. So like the night oh. we were painting it, we were all watching, making sure nobody was coming through and being like... Catching glimpses of it. Okay. They made me sign an NDA, so I was like, yo, we better protect the shit out of this thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we put the the new Woo Sox logo, Smiley Ball, up on the wall. And uh, Joe filmed us, and we were part of the the announcement on Nesson. So I had my parents DVR Nesson because I was already down in Connecticut by that point. And together with my dad, we watched it on Nesson. Pretty um, sick. So that was super cool. It was super cool being like early in the know. It was awesome of Ryan to help me put that that logo on the wall. We cut giant ass stencils at Technicopia. Oh, really? Yeah. That's right. And did the stencil route. We were talking whether or not we'd go freehand or stenciling. And because of what it was, we yeah. wanted it super clean. A little personality here and there. Um, what different about our mural versus the logo is the inside of the heart. And the W is filled in with an additional red in our thing because we just wanted it to really jump out. Okay. It's the same red as the socks. Oh, cool. Um, 
but like so it has some personality to it but it's fucking clean whereas a freehand might just be a little more not as that hard hard edge yeah um so that was all super cool and it was really cool working with them um and being part of the announcement and then the announcement happened and i'm i'm I've gone on record on this show saying I'm still torn. I'm still torn on whether or not this will be a great thing for the city. And it truly the ball is in their field, let alone court, yeah. uh, as to whether or not they impact in a positive way. Um, they're not wrong for saying that they are a vehicle or a catalyst for redevelopment here in the city. But as that catalyst... And as a, somebody that's bringing in a local street, I want to. I think we as Worcester citizens need to fucking put their feet to the fire and say, what does that local representation really look like? Yeah. Are we going to have more? I mean, not to call them out, but is it more niche or fucking larger style development money? Or are we going to have the Sox work with somebody like Cafe Reyes? And find more pathways for those individuals that, you know, may have a rough past, but they're doing what they can to be positive influences in their community and work on a way back to, like, true citizenship. And, like, I want to see a Cafe Reyes number two on that street, man. I want to see them partnering with an organization like the Worcester Regional Food Hub and having maybe the fucking spot changes out every week. And maybe it's a pop-up spot that you guys can bring in locally sourced food and give them an opportunity. Yes, it's going to come with some challenges. Yes, they're going to need to be able to fucking produce at volume. Um, it's definitely not easier said than done. Yeah. But an organization like that, they don't want to be the city's checkbook. I'm fucking with you. Don't be the city's fucking checkbook. But how do you take the money that you're going to spend anyway and make the most fucking positive impact? That kind of doesn't mean that you open up a store at Mercantile Center. It kind of means you should have found an empty spot down on Main South that is open that and pay them some rent for a, a month or two. Like, they need to be better just like us we need to be better too yeah, about yeah. shouting out and supporting the underdogs and supporting the people that are going to get fucking bulldozed out of our city priced out of our city that fucking hurts my feelings it hurts just the fact that these people like i can't imagine what that must feel like man so how the fuck do we stop it i don't know i'm asking questions i can't answer yeah i have a lot of feelings about that yeah um i, I mean I don't know. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, they're a business. They're not coming here to help Worcester at all. It's not their job. Their job Agreed. is to make money. People need to stop pretending that, like, they're going to be the savior. They don't care. They don't have to care. It's not their job to care. Agreed. Their job is to build the baseball field and to win baseball games and to make their own money. They're not going to ever ever help somebody else make their money that's literally why they have money it's business well but i mean again but if you're looking at what they're saying and the type of messaging they're 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 the ones saying yeah. they're going to support local yeah they of course they are. because they yeah well it's part of the marketing plan yeah it's you got to make everybody feel like you're going to be and like i'm not like trying to talk shit that, that's it's no, this is business this is common right. sense business right. like Agreed. you're they're not coming here to help you know, the Crompton building, it's not their job. It's not their money. They don't care about it. Right. Nor should they. Yes, I do think there's ways for everybody to work 
you know, not necessarily together, but like there's ways to do it the right way. They don't have to do it any way they don't want to. You if know, you, like it, if you watched, did you watch the studio, the studio, the stadium tour? That's not a stadium, sorry. The ballpark tour yeah. video. Yeah. In that, there's a street that's supposed to be open year round where it's it's supposed to look kind of like Green Street in a way. It's I don't know what the fuck, it, where it's going to be, but I don't know if it's going to be behind a ticketed fence either, if it's literally going to be open up to anybody. But in there, they touted that it was going to be all local flavor and locally local foods. And I want to know what local foods means. Like, Is it local foods that pay to be there or is it them? I, like, they're going to pay to be there. Yeah. Duh, that's business. Yeah, yeah. But as an organization like that, then you maybe have the fucking mixture. Have the people that you can charge a full price for and have a program for somebody that comes out that is of a different background. Yeah. It's, it's a way to fucking not even the playing field, but provide opportunity for somebody that couldn't otherwise have it. I honestly feel like it would cause people a lot less stress to just accept the fact that they are a fucking baseball team and not here to help anybody else. It would make everybody's lives a lot easier to just understand that like, they're not that like, it's not their job to help anybody else. Everybody has to work together. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. Every time I talk to somebody, like, oh, how do you think the the baseball field is going to affect this? I'm like, I, it it's not going to. Like, it's not. It has nothing to do with them. It doesn't. Like, at the end of the day, who fucking, like, am I excited? Yeah, I love baseball. I'm really fucking excited to go watch baseball. I love baseball. And I understand it's going to cost me $9 to drink a Be Hoppy, even though it's brewed seven seconds away. I'm well aware of that because that's that's it. That's like that everywhere you go. Yeah. It's insane that I, I get the excitement and like, yeah, there's going to be people coming into the city. At the end of the day, it's minor league baseball. We're not bringing the fucking Boston Red Sox here. You're not going to have Yaki Way. You're not going to have like, not, that doesn't exist. It's not a thing. It's never going to be a thing. It's a minor league baseball team. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity, but there's opportunity that you need to make happen yourself. They're never going to help anybody else. It's not their problem. I just feel like everybody I talk to is like, well... It sucks. Like they're only putting in this, this, this type of food or like this type of beer. It's like, well, yeah, those people are paying to go in there. Right. They've already built their, their brand and they can afford to go into something like that. It's all a money thing. No, they're not here to help anybody else. That's just the way it goes. Once people understand that and accept it, everything's awesome. Who fucking cares? Like, oh, who fucking cares? I mean, that's just my opinion. But an organ. But I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. This is a fucking great conversation. I'm 100% with you that their bottom line is making money or their their fucking main point. Yeah. But don't come in here saying you're going to be the catalyst for you have development. To. You have to. But you that's swinging your that big dick. dick at the fucking ball. You gotta suck that dick. Have some sustenance behind your words. You don't have to. Yes, you fucking do. We as we as Worcester should be the ones that be like it then. If they're not going to do any of the things they say they're going to do, they're not going to sign the community service agreement like they didn't. Um, they're not going to do. Then we need to not fucking go. Like if but, that's. But the, why not? Why support them? But like, answer, why support them if they're not supporting us? It's not their job. I know like, it's not, not their job, mm, but it's, why it's would you support? I understand it's entertainment, but like, all the people we're shouting out also support local culture. I know. It's not their job to support local culture, but we're shouting them out because they do. Exactly. 
I get I get what you're saying, but like it doesn't change anything if you and I don't go to a fucking baseball game because you're still gonna have you know everybody from Holden and fucking everywhere else is gonna come in. And oh, go it's to the these families. Like, that's yeah, what, that's who they attract. Exactly, and that's awesome. They're supposed to do that. Hopefully, somebody in that family wants to go eat at Beto's and they'll go get fucking awesome tacos up the street instead of going to the next version of Game On or a Wahlburgers or whatever. Like boring ass fucking thing they're going to put down there because that's what they're going to do they're going to put in your cookie cutter lame ass restaurants that have commercials on tv your grandma's like oh fuck this place is sick let's go also i don't know whose grandma talks like that that'd be sick i want to meet her (laughs) but like that's uh, going back to the the rooftop bar it's the same thing like everybody it's easy for everybody in worcester who like owns a business or is a part of that that restaurant server world to be upset that that thing is going in is going to hurt their business and like yeah everybody like i'm like i'm not gonna go there who fucking cares they don't they're not building that for me same thing with this baseball stadium they're not building a baseball stadium to give another to give you know queen's cups a spot there like you want a spot there you gotta pay for it that's how that shit goes that's how that shit's gonna be i just i really wish that like for two seconds, everybody would stop being offended about this baseball stadium or whatever the fuck they want to call it and understand, like, it's a money thing. Oh, it's That's yeah, all agreed. it is. The city's trying to make money off it, as they should. Like, why should we be a shithole forever? Because, like, fucking, there's a handful of people that grew up in Worcester that are like, oh, fuck this. It's ruining everything. Like, you don't even go to places on Green Street. Who fucking cares? Right. Like, that's that's annoying to me. It's getting more and more annoying as it gets closer because you've got a bunch of people who don't even go to the establishments that are closing who are complaining about establishments closing. Fuck you. Like, you didn't go support them when they were open. You're not supporting them now that they're open, but you'll be the first ones to complain when fucking Smokestack closes or whatever. Like, I don't know if that's happening. Don't take that as a thing. I'm sure it's not. They're probably doing fine. But it's the same thing. Like, I don't know. It's just getting, it's lame as fuck. At the end of the dive bar, there was a whole bunch of people that I looked around and be like, who the fuck are all you? Yeah. I've been coming here now for two years looking around and I don't recognize half of you people. Yeah, it was that's but that's how that is. Like people only care about shit when it's going away. People were super stoked about the Red Sox until it became official. And then they were like, oh, fuck, this is going to ruin this area. It's not ruining anything. It was a fucking parking lot that you weren't even allowed to park in until they took away the dirt parking lot at Crompton. Then you could park there. But you, everybody who complains about it are people who don't even fucking shop at Crompton. What is the point of this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we, we it's just a nonstop fucking complaining shit all the time. Don't go or go. Fuck it. Go enjoy a baseball game. You're not hurting anybody. It's the same thing. You go to a Red Sox game. They did the same thing. Anything does the same thing. It sucks. Fuck it. Who cares? Don't go eat at Ruth's Chris. It's fucking overpriced anyway. Go get a really good steak off of a fucking food truck behind the dive bar. Still the best steak the city's ever had. Although the one at Death Horse is dope as fuck. But still. There's better shit. We don't have to complain about everything. This is, uh, I think this is this is a deep one that we're not going to solve today. <laughs> we should have an entire episode. This, I mean, but this is... I think that was the most real conversation we've actually had. <laughs> B pluses, bitches. We're still on either side of this issue, and that's good because that's the way it needs to be. And we're yeah. just being, we're just making sure that it's in my best interest or my people's best interest. So it's good. Yeah, no, I agree. Civic discussion. Have these discussions mm-hmm. with your people because that's the only way we're all going to get better. Rebuild Warside. 
Yeah, fuck yeah. I hope that I didn't get the chance to go to that meeting. I hope that meeting went well. I didn't know what was happening until this morning. So, I mean, not like I would have gone. I had to work anyway. But <laughs> still. Right. That was a long-winded Stokes and Pokes. What do you got for us? Uh, what do I have? Okay. Mine are nowhere near as fucking cool. Um, <laughs> so my poke is last night I ordered some food from a spot and Naomi's a vegetarian. So I ordered mac and cheese. But for some reason, their mac and cheese comes with bacon. Oh. Which, like, that's cool. I'm, I'm, I mean, I ended up eating it because I was like, yo, like, no bacon. Like, please, no bacon. I said it, like, a handful of times. Obviously, it had fucking bacon in it when I got home. So I just, like, ate the mac and cheese myself with bacon. Uh, I It's not that that I'm poking. I don't understand why you would automatically put bacon inside mac and cheese. Like, I've never had that in my life. Really? I've had it, but it's like an add-on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, the mac and cheese. Oh, shit. Can I get bacon in that? Like, you know what I mean? I've never had mac and cheese that, like... like Light on the bacon. Yeah, like, mandatory comes with bacon. That's weird to me. I mean, so, whatever. It'd be different. What's weird to me is the fact that they couldn't follow a simple request. Look, I get... That part I understand. Like, accidents happen. It's whatever. Like, it's... That, that means that it was... My guess is probably made in large batches with bacon, and pulling the bacon out is probably a giant fucking... I don't know. I mean, I have no clue. I, don't I wouldn't even. I, I mean, obviously to, don't even know who we're talking about. So, I, yeah, I don't. Want, I don't want to like not. It's all good. I don't want to give them like a bad. Not like the, this would give them a bad rap. The like, social time a, bump. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to like talk shit on a place that I don't. I like the place. I, I just in general can't understand why that's like a like a jump move. Like Starbucks used to do the same thing. If you didn't, they put bacon in their coffees. Yeah, no, (laughs) no. If you uh, if you didn't say like unsweetened, your iced coffee came with sugar, and it's like six pumps of classic in a large. And I'm like, who the fuck would drink this? Damn. So yeah, they don't do that anymore. I think you have to say sweetened. But yeah, I used to like. That's what it came with. It was sweetened no matter what. I don't know why. That's a weird thing. Like why do that? Probably they did the market research and that's how most people drink their coffee. Fuck them. Black. Unsweetened. Hot and black. Hot and black. Uh. No. Uh, yeah, so that's my poke. Stop putting meat in meatless things. And I'm like a meat eater. Like, I, obviously, I ate the fucking bacon, but I'm just saying it'd make my life a lot easier. So what did Naomi end up eating? She had my fish and chips. I was so pumped. Oh, she's to eat pescatarian. These. Yeah, yeah, she's pescatarian. I was so pumped to eat these fish and chips, and like, even though it was like, weren't it was an off night for this place, but normally they're fucking best thing on the menu. I was, I was pretty bummed. Bums. But I did end up eating an entire <laughs> pint of Ben and Jerry's cookie dough core ice cream, which, like Sean Woods is right, fuck the cookie dough core. It's not that good. Oh, I thought it was it's too much. It is. It's not. It's there's like some fudge core one that it's just. I, I like the fudge core and I had like a caramel core thing like last week or whatever. I bought this cookie dough one because I love cookie dough. Yeah. And it, it was shit. Ugh. So, yeah, I'm not. I Last night was not a, a, a home run food wise for me. Um, My stoke is definitely still in stir. I've been going there a lot recently. All my, some of my favorite bartenders work there. It's just a cool vibe. They've like kind of come into their own. The first couple times I went there, like, I think they were trying to figure out what the, like, what they are now. Because, like, you're not this cool little hidden bar in a jail cell, and you're sure as fuck not Railish Tavern. But, like, I think people still had that mentality going in there. Like, what, where are, like, where am I? What is this place? 
I think they've really come into their own the last like probably three or four weeks. Now they have Miracle going on, which like it's cool. The Yibikaye is awesome. Oh, so Miracle took over. <laughs> Miracle takes over for a month. Right. It's like everything's Christmas themed, which is sweet. I mean, that's it's cool. The drinks are pretty solid. Naomi got something on Saturday she wasn't super into, so I we just traded drinks and I drank hers and I had quite the headache yesterday because and I didn't even drink that much. It was just like the sugar bomb. It was mad sugary. So but yeah, drinking tiki drinks out of a Santa Claus is fucking adorable. So shout out still there. Um you still can get like whatever you want there. They just they don't have their menu out. They only have the miracle menu out, which makes sense. I see. Um, Word on the street is that their drink menu is a little bit better than their food menu, but their food menu is coming up. Food menu solid. The I have had the um, what's it called? I like the chop suey. It's like a giant ass bowl of bolognese. It's really good. Like cool. really, really good. Um, I can't stress how good that is enough. I had it two weeks in a row. It was so fucking good. But yeah, no, it's cool. It's fun like having Derek behind a bar and. Or actually, he's not even really behind the bar. He's kind of like running around making sure things happen. Yes, I get instantly, I get a smile on my face whenever I see that dude. He's the best. He's just a very imposing man. And I just want to, like, when I saw him at Worcester Wares a couple weeks ago, I got off of my ass very quickly and just ran wide open. Give me a hug, big guy. Dude, like, he's the best. He's such an awesome dude. They had some Run the Jewels going the other night, so that was nice. Of course. There's a like lot that's... of dive regulars there. So, I mean, being at a bar... Doing shots of Fernet and having around the jewels play is very, very peaceful to me. That's what's up. That's my my chi. <laughs> That's your Zen garden. That's my chai tea latte. Some around the jewels, some Fernet, and just enough people I've served beers to around me. It's nice. But yeah, um, they also do brunch till eight o'clock on Sundays, eight p.m. Yo, would you guys come to a live show if we did it there for brunch? That'd be sick. Breakfast at Seltzer time. Let us know. Leave us a comment. Yeah. And then. Let us know when we should do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so shout out to Dylan Sir for, for kind of for being a home to go to. It's good. Plus, like, there's really no better feeling than, like, ripping two really good cocktails, a shot of Fernet, and then finishing the night off with, like, a High Life. It's awesome. Yeah. High li- I fucking love High Life so much. Dude, I got, yeah, I understand that. I got buddies not back at home. Shout out Matt Rockwell that... They drink the good shit at the start of the night, and then they end the night. Oh, you with have the, to. That's how you know you're a professional. Yeah. They got Tallboy, uh, what do they call it? Tallboy Modelo's there, too. Oh. I'm all about it. I would... God damn, I love Modelo. <laughs> what a beautiful beer. So is it a Modelo Christmas or a, a Mezcal Christmas? Mezcal Christmas forever. Okay. Couple Mezcal Mars. Just checking. Just checking. That's it. Well, uh, this has been an interesting show. We're we were already, all over the place. We're already at over an hour. Are we really? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We uh, Clearly, we missed you guys, too. So thanks for spending another hour with us listening in and checking in. We want to know your opinions, as always. So drop us a line. Drop yeah, us a comment. Yeah, let us know how you feel. Who do you agree with? You could tell Ricky that he's wrong. And... Uh, I probably I'm am. kidding. I'm totally, <laughs> totally No, you totally can kidding. tell me I'm wrong. It's cool. Tell me I'm wrong. Like, that's the thing. We need to have these conversations because we all care about this city and we want to be to be its best version of itself. Yeah. And the only way it's going to do that is if we all get together, care about it, have these good conversations and fucking do the goddamn work. We have to make sure that Travis never goes to Dunkin' Donuts ever again. I know. All right. You need to strictly drink good coffee. Oh, I agree with you. It's not I, good coffee. I don't know if I could allow this Dunkin' Donuts shit. <laughs> it has to be either new tradition or crust. 
That's it. Well, Crest isn't brewing their own coffee. No, they're brewing me now. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's good. But still. Hell yeah. No, I'm with you. We're going to... We're going to... Oh, I can't believe you drink Dunkin' Donuts. Well, get me... So, here's my challenge then. Get me a spot with a drive through window that fucking brews local coffee that I can get in and out of in five to ten minutes. Well, New Tradition doesn't brew local coffee. They brew coffee from the other side of the country. Right. But it's fucking dope. No, I'm with like, you. Like, I like the... Like... I love new tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, can't I spend less than 45 minutes there because I'm talking to Aaron. I know. Then I'm talking to Joe. Then I'm talking to uh, fucking Joe Gonzalez comes over and I'm That's talking to him. That's the spot. I would much rather go to an acoustic job. I would Jeez. much rather go. But there are certain times when I just don't have that time. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Where I just need 250, sir. Here's my nickels. Here's your shitty coffee. Oh, and shit. I just plow it to my face. It's not for taste. I had a Dunkin' and Donuts a couple weeks ago. It's the there. Miller High Life of coffee. Highlight's fucking beautiful. <laughs> shut, your mouth. You shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. See you guys next week. Bye, guys. Sorry for partying. Seltzer Time Podcast is a co-production of Seltzer Time Official and TD Productions. Our intro music is Maple Boy by No Trigger. Our outro music is By The Salt Request. To find past episodes, search for Seltzer Time Official wherever you find podcasts. If you can't find us, let us know by sliding into our DMs on Instagram, at Seltzer Time Official, and we'll get it fixed. Thanks for listening. See you next week.